Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Uwe Dockhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Dr. Glusman. How are you doing, Dr. Glusman? And where are you hanging out right now? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm really feeling fantastic and doing really well. And I am hanging out in my apartment in New Jersey, uh, which is not too far from my practice in New York. Oh, that's great. Wonderful. Dr. Nelly Glusman is founder and head physician at Blossom Pediatrics, works to heal your, ch your child from the inside out by applying a holistic gut health approach towards whole body wellness. She utilizes a holistic, functional and integrative approach to medicine. This approach is one that focuses on the root cause of soft signs and dis-ease in children, which can almost always be traced back to gut health and nutrition. In her experience, focusing on a whole body approach allows for the reversal of a wide range of symptoms and the elimination of long-term conditions. When treatment starts with the microbiome, you begin to see how many functions and systems of the body are heavily affected by what we eat. As the age-old saying goes, you are what you eat. Dr. Mom, as her patients have fondly nicknamed her, is dedicated to helping each child live happier, healthier, and more fulfilling lives, free from the disease caused by an imbalanced gut. What a remarkable mission you have chosen, Dr. Glusman. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you. I feel like it chose me. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice to say. It's my pleasure having you here. So let's dive right in. As we just heard, your ideal patients are children, but aren't the parents too? And what's their biggest challenge they face? Oh, yes, uh, that is that is absolutely true. I think, yes, the, the kids are the easy part. Everybody <laughs> is young and uh, vibrant and happy to speak to me. And uh, it's the parents that have most of the concerns, worries. They're the ones that are not sleeping at night. They're the ones that know what a lot of these symptoms that these kids are coming in for uh, can mean. And the parents are the ones that usually start to be most stressed out when it comes to Mm -hmm. their child's health. And I mean, I know this because I'm a parent that went through this exact issue and that's what led me here today. Mm, wonderful. Well, not wonderful in that case, but wonderful having you here today, of course. So what are common mistakes, um, you know, parents make uh, when they're trying to solve that problem? A common mistake that parents make when they try to unravel mm -hmm. chronic childhood illnesses, especially the ones that are not considered to be um, usually something that is, in, in, at least in the world of conventional medicine, mm -hmm. um, reversible or something that, that gut health and general nutrition can restore is 
feeling a little bit like their hands are tied and the solution mm. is not in the realm of possibility. Mm. It's really disempowering for parents to believe that kids who have asthma or allergies or eczema or any autoimmune disease or gut health issues, or constipation and diarrhea and vomiting all the time, those kind of problems, um, a lot of conventional medicine practitioners say we can treat the symptom and it's going to work well, but um, you need to kind of look at the root cause of the situation to figure out what exactly needs to be reversed and healed. And so I feel like a, a big a big mistake that parents make is just looking at one side of the equation, just looking at the conventional approach, which I'm no stranger to. I am a conventional pediatrician. I practice regular medicine. I work in hospitals. It's life-saving medicine. And it's very necessary to use antibiotics and to manage symptoms with things like steroids and inhalers. But if you're not addressing the root cause of what's happening to your, what's causing your child's ailments and problems, Mm. And you, then you, you're only looking at half the solution. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that is made, but it's actually really easy to fix. Mm. Well, as you're just talking about the root causes, this is also a topic when I work with my clients, so to speak, also the parents or the families, it's really going to the root causes. And I pick up on that uh, in that regard, you know, you know, breaking through those, um, you know, family patterns, you know, they exist for such a long time and that can create and have the in negative out influence on their child. So, and without going to the root causes in itself, you know, it's not, it's just, a, it, it remains always a solution on, on the surface. And so I think in that regard, I, if I may just compare that uh, to, to the work you do. And uh, I love that. So before I ask Dr. Glusman, What is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue? I'm going to recommend, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost free, but following the right the right kind of providers. Sometimes you need to maybe buy a really good high quality book. It's almost completely free. It's not a big purchase. And sometimes mm -hmm. you could even take it out of the library. So I would put that in the free category, but mm -hmm. uh, finding a really good book, there's one that opened my eyes so much by a fellow practitioner. Her name is Dr. Maya Sheetreet. And she wrote an amazing book called The Dirt Cure. And even as a, a full-blown practicing pediatrician working in the hospital systems, I was blown away by, by how she, beautifully she expressed the importance of feeding your child the building blocks they need to heal. Mm -hmm. And And it's good for everybody. And so I still recommend this book to this day to all the residents and all the, uh, which are the physicians in training and all the medical students that, um, that spend time with me and that I teach. I recommend this book to all of them and to so many patients. And so one great resource is just a really great comprehensive book that opens your eyes up to the realm of possibility that there's so much you can do just by giving your child the building blocks they need to heal and that the child's body is really able to heal when given the right tools. I love that. And we will put, of course, um, all the details about this book and how to get it in the show description for you. So what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will also help with that issue? 
A great resource that I use all the time is called the Environmental Working Group Database. It's an online database that allows you to look at some uh, most of the commonly available products on the market in a very scientific, non-biased way, just by looking at the ingredients listed and how toxic they might be to your family, to your child. Um, and that includes things that you put on the skin, uh, household cleaning items. So this is a really comprehensive, honest scientific way to really take a good look at what kind of decisions you can make as a family that could help decrease the toxicity burden in your household. There's so many things that we can't control out there, but there are so many things that we can, and this is one of them, becoming on a more empowered and knowledgeable consumer. Mm, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. And we also will put that in the show description, of course. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Oh, that's a great one. Um, I think that I'm, I would say when it comes to kids and, and when it comes to what I work with the most, which is treating chronic childhood illnesses, there are a few myths surrounding this realm. And I, I always like to debunk, debunk them because mm -hmm. They're really important and um, and I want people to know. So one big myth is when it comes to a lot of these chronic childhood illnesses, a lot of practitioners will say, well, you know, your child will probably just outgrow it or um, is this called, you know, it's probably just genetics that's causing this problem. And so I was hoping that you asked me, you know, me, you know, is it genetics that's causing it? Is it something that your kid will outgrow all on their own? But Uh, that is very disempowering to families because uh, leaving it up to chance just to see if your child will outgrow something, which they might or might not, is 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 a little bit um, unnerving as a parent. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd mm -hmm. like to be able to do something to help my kid. And so I was hoping that you asked that so I can say there are so many things you can do to make sure that your child doesn't outgrow it later, but outgrows it now. And there are so many things you can do to make sure that the genetics that are passed down to your child are not the ones that are manifest in their life. And so there's, there's a study called epigenetics. It's how the environment influences genetic uh, expression. And I just want people to know about that because mm -hmm. that's the world that we're living in. And that's the scientific reality that, that you're not disempowered as a parent, as a mom, as a dad, as a grandparent, just to wait and see and just treat the symptoms. So don't get uh, disempowered too easily. And uh, it's all there. There's so many myths in in this world, and uh, essentially also in the in the medicine world, of course. And thank you for sharing that. That's really important to know. So, final question: When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family, and why? I love that question. I I love that question because um, I I call that. Actually, I think I would call it for me, that's called a flow state when I really feel mm -hmm. like, like I'm in the present moment in the now. It's something that I work to experience every single day. So, and it's rarely that I get to speak to somebody about this. So the last time I had a goosebumps moment was when my kid was humming a, a tune just a few hours ago. She was humming some song and I don't really, I don't really love to sing. I'm not a singer. Do not want to hear me sing. But I started to make up the words to a song and we just got into this groove of jamming together. It was ridiculous. It was about like toilet paper. It was 
just I mean no sense but it was um such an honest raw present moment that I mm. really love to have in my life mm. oh I'm having the shower shivers right now so thank you for sharing this this is wonderful this is a wonderful moment to always share with our kids right it is Thank you, Dr. Glusman, for our conversation. It was a pleasure and delight talking to you, and I appreciate very much your knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Thank you. This was so much fun to do. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you for listening, and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast. Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.